Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. I know it's Monday once again and it's uh, hard to uh, get yourself motivated and getting out of bed and get going. And uh, tell you what, too bad the, the weekends aren't longer. But uh, as far as I was reading somewhere, uh, I forgot where it was at now. Uh, but anyway, I don't know if it's, I can't remember where it was at now. Anyway, it was proposed where they would have a uh, four-day work week and they would work no more than four or six hours a day or something like that and uh, some millennial had uh, come up with this plan to do it and uh, uh, I just you know in theory I'm sure that would be great now in Japan I believe it or not uh, they do actually have designated nap times and they said it increases productivity so uh you know maybe that's what we can start incorporating here is more nap time i know i'm all for that myself so you know what we have this morning we got jennifer honeycutt amy oaks turner tracy little michelle fox harris miss mousy darlene barker appreciate it. i see there's a lot more than that watching but that's just the names that i see but uh say a little prayer for me i'm uh fighting some kind of cold crud uh head cold sinus infection something and i don't have covid so nothing like that but uh but keep me in your prayers I, I, and i hesitate to even ask i i'm trying to quit putting anything on facebook i was told uh, uh some people were getting offended that uh, i would ask for prayer if i was sick or uh whatever it may be or you know, i don't know my personal stuff whatever i put on there asking for prayer said anything that was appropriate for a pastor to be putting on uh, social media. Apparently, I, I'm not uh, showing enough um, faith or something. I don't know. But uh, so I apologize. I hate to ask, but uh, keep me in your prayers. Brandy, too, she's getting she's got some kind of uh, cold, too, and uh, she's fighting a toothache. So but uh, good morning, Kelly, Jeanette Swift and Donna Taylor. Appreciate you joining us. Brandy Boyd Young. All right, my friends, let us do our. Uh, Pledge of Allegiance here, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. As I say every morning, we do live in a wonderful and beautiful country, and we are blessed to be here. So many people are uh, killing themselves trying to get to this country because of what we have to offer more than any other place in the world and uh, sad to see how uh, the liberal left uh, wants to push our socialist ideas and and cause division by uh, creating a race war and it's just uh, it's really sickening but you know one thing that's really uh, hello Mike Hensley appreciate you tuning in but I guess probably the biggest topic that's in the news right now uh, is that uh, Bob Saget uh, died unexpectedly, 65 years old, and uh, I know that's that's uh, you know takes people by surprise, and it should be a wake up call because uh, you know we never know when our last day is going to be. That's why when I sign off each morning, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. That's why I do that because we never know when we're going to draw our last breath. Uh, praise God, he's given us another day, and we use it for our glory. You know, um, everybody on the news, Fox News, and different outlets talk about what a great man Bob Saget was. And uh, But the thing of it is, I think everybody's got this, uh, they confuse the TV persona uh, with the real-life individual. 
Now, I'm not saying the guy probably wasn't a nice individual. They said the people who worked with him and knew him well, said he was very kind, talked about his kids a lot. But at the same time, they said his stand-up uh, act was very raunchy. Uh, even uh, Ducey on Fox News admitted to that, uh, about how raunchy his uh, stand-up com- uh, comedy act was and how horrible and disgusting it was. Of course, he didn't say that. I added that, but he, he did say it was a raunchy stand-up. Here's the thing. I hope and pray that Bob Saget come to know Jesus before he died. Now, I can't say that he's uh, that he did or didn't. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was between him and God. But based on his life, uh, it, you know, it questions, uh, you know, if he ever made that kind of commitment or not. I hope that he did. But we can't just assume because of his TV persona he was that same kind of guy in real life. And uh, just because he was a good person doesn't automatically gain him entrance into heaven. And that's uh, one of the things I was sitting on yesterday at church was the fact that you have to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, to get into heaven. And your good works are but filthy rags on the side of God. And uh, so that should, you know, I know that's probably dominating the news right now uh, because such an unexpected, no drugs or foul play, they said, is suspected at this point. And uh, who knows, uh, you know, at uh, Brandy's uh, uncle, uh, Hoppy's brother, they worked all day uh, together that day, and Hoppy had left, and his brother went upstairs and sat down and died. I mean, so you just never know when uh, death's going to come. And, it could, you know, we could go at any time at any moment. And I uh, hope Brandy didn't mind me sharing that. I know she misses her uncle, and he was, a, he was a good guy. I always liked him. He was a real good man. But... Uh, we just need to be uh, be aware of that and uh, live each day to the glory of God. Well, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. We're going to look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Good morning, Karen Smith. Appreciate you joining us this morning. This is probably my favorite Bible verse is Isaiah forty thirty one. It gives it a whole special meaning to me because uh, where I ran cross country and track and uh, just running on my own, it's, it's a verse that I would quote often to myself. And uh, particularly if I felt tired, uh, I would quote that verse. But even though I may have quoted it uh, during a road race or something, uh, because uh, I do draw strength from the Lord, and uh, I hope that you know. Of course, you know I love. All scripture, don't get me wrong. I love John three sixteen and seventeen, but this one, I just uh, something about it has always uh, meant something to me. And um, when we look at this verse, we have to understand that it's God who renews our strength spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. This is not the fact that we're getting a little tired and say, "Well, God's going to give us that little extra oomph that we need." We can do nothing on our own. I mean, you got to realize that uh, Israel, uh, they had been in exile from Babylon for a long time uh, when this was being written. And they were getting pretty tired. They were getting pretty wore out, uh, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally speaking. Uh, you know, it was having a drain on them. And we see that they drew their strength from God Almighty. And that's what we have to do, is each day we have to trust in God. That's why each day is a new beginning, a new start. And we have to use that day to trust God utterly totally and completely if you're relying on your own strength if you're relying on your own abilities you will fall and you will fail and it is god alone that we draw and you have him to renew that strength you know an eagle is a majestic character you know if you notice the little um, written devotion that i put on um, uh, 
Facebook this morning. And we see how majestic and wonderful an eagle is and how they soar. You know, I used to go to Tri-City Christian School. Their mascot was uh, the eagle. And uh, they did have a beautiful mural uh, in their gym. I don't know if they still do or not. But um, and, uh, an eagle is very fascinating, their strength and their courage. Now, it's very interesting, you know, uh, when you think of the eagle, a lot of times you, you know, automatically think about America, you know, uh, an eagle. It's uh, kind of funny that Ben Franklin wanted it to originally be the turkey. <laughs> That would, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to think of a country strong and majestic as an eagle, you know, to think of it as a turkey. But uh, supposedly turkeys are very intelligent animals. So praise God they didn't, you know, how would you like to be the country, their mascot's a turkey. Uh, That would uh, uh, probably make everybody uh, chuckle when they... uh, we come in and as an invading force, you know. Here comes the turkeys, but uh, so you know. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we look at that and we think that uh, some sometimes you think God is. Uh, yeah, Amy said that was the Bible verse at Tri City Christian. I couldn't remember if it was wrong because Amy went Tri City with me. I couldn't remember if that verse was on there or not. So I, I wanted to say it was, but I, thanks for clarifying, Amy. But, you know, sometimes I think we think that God is too great, too big uh, to be concerned with our menial uh, needs or wants or what have you. And, um, you know, we have to understand that God is not too great for that, that God is loving, God is kind, God is merciful, and he is very much concerned with our day-to-day needs. You know, I know people, uh, hello, Terry Hutchinson. I know some people, um, I've seen people in the world mock us, say, yeah, God's not interested in your prayers for Something as, uh, you know, maybe you're trying to make a decision on a job or maybe something, you know, fun like a motorcycle or maybe it's uh, whatever it may be. You know, you people will poke fun and, and make snide remarks. Well, God's going to, I'm sure he's going to drop what he's doing to answer your little prayer. Well, the thing of it is, God knows what's important to us. And even if it may be silly, we still seek out uh, God's will. I mean, if it silly, seems silly to the world, mind you. But if it's a concern for us, we still offer in prayer because we want to make sure we're seeking God's. We want to be discernment, discerning. Uh, we want to be sensitive to leading the Holy Spirit. We want to make sure that we're going in that right direction because why? We're relying on His strength and uh, trusting in Him in all areas of our lives. At least I hope that you are. And I don't care what it is. You know, I always try to you know pray for the Lord to help me be discerning on what to do and uh, sometimes the answers aren't always as clear as i'd like them to be i wish the lord would just open up the heavens and say matt audibly say here's what i want you to do that would make life so much easier you know but it don't always work that way sometimes it takes time and for a lot of people we are impatient and we don't want to wait on the lord you know as this verse says wait upon the lord and uh or basically but those who hope in the lord you know i'm kind of paraphrasing there but uh but to wait upon the Lord, to, you know, and a lot of people don't want to take that extra step. They want what they want, and they want it now. So they jump the gun. And see, there's a difference between God's uh, perfect will and his permissive will. You know, we may make decisions. That might not have been his perfect will for our lives, but it is his permissive will, and he allows it. And it may be a strong learning curve, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Because I have done that. I didn't wait on the Lord uh, in a lot of areas of my life. And uh, I screwed up big time. I got too big of a hurry. And I didn't want to be patient to see what the Lord wanted for my life. And I wanted what I wanted right then and there. And I told you all the story about um, some friends of mine working at a... Um, uh, I'll tell you where it's at. It's Tulsa Dental. Uh, they were talking about how this great money they were making as over there were... Uh, 
uh, what is that, Hanover Road, I guess, over um, where Sam's is at, and uh, Stockpot. And uh, they said all this great money's making, so I went and applied. Well, I waited and waited and didn't hear anything back. Now, this is before I was even, you know, the thoughts of being in the ministry were so far away from me at that time, it wasn't even a, a fleeting thought. But uh, so I didn't uh, wait patiently. I didn't seek the Lord in any way. And I uh, put on a tie and dress coat and went down there. And they said, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm here for an interview. They said, who did you talk to? I said, I can't remember the woman's name. They said, oh, it must have been so-and-so. I walked up because, remember, I didn't have an interview. I didn't, you know, I just walked in and just said that. And I went in there. I was interviewing. I got the job. Oh, I thought I was just so happy, so slick, and thought it was so funny what I'd done. That was the absolute worst, horrible job I think I have ever worked. It stunk. And uh, for the only place I ever worked at where they closed the gate where you could not leave. You know, so if I wanted to walk out and quit, I would, you know, the heck with that. You, you were stuck until they let you leave. And, uh, and that taught me a lesson that, uh, no, you, you need to wait. But you would think I would have learned. No, I didn't learn. And uh, at the time, I was uh, dealing, battling a lot of loneliness. And uh, I was dating the wrong people and uh, clinging to the wrong things. And uh, I tell you, I screwed up big time. And that's why we need to wait on the Lord. Let him renew our strength. Don't rely on our own abilities. Let him fulfill us and sustain us in all areas of our lives. We get weary. We get tired. Uh, you know, we these things happen in our lives. And when we feel that exhaustion, that's when we need to look up to the Lord. You know, we go through a lot of trials in this life, guys and gals. And you all know, every one of us has went through tough times and may see even more before the Lord calls us home. And all we can do is rely upon God's strength. And help us to get through those t those tough battles. You know, our, I know my dad's getting older, and uh, it's hard on me. It really is because I see my dad as this mighty figure. You know, uh, you know he can do anything. You know, I guess uh, maybe that uh, little boy inside of me don't want to think of my dad getting older. And um, he wrote me a. He told me he wrote me a little something in case something happens to him. And uh, so I don't want to read this one. Well, I don't want you to unless something happens. And um, I'm already praying now. You know, if, if I may go before my dad, you know, there's a very good possibility that could happen. But I'm already trying to prepare myself, and I'm already praying now. God, give me Your strength. If if you know, I pray He just turned 68 yesterday, and I pray, Lord, give him another 30 years. But if that's not God's will, that's why I'm already praying, Lord, give me the strength that can only come from You. Give me a peace that can only come from You. I'm already praying about that now. I'm not waiting. You know, the reason why I do that, I think about a story that uh, my dad had told a long time ago about a professor he had at Grand Bible College. And um, this during World War II. And uh, right before they hit the beach, I think it might have been in Normandy. I'm pretty, I'm, I want to say Normandy, but, you know, I, I could be mistaken. But uh, said, you know, he was a chaplain and uh, said his, his professor said that uh, when they hit the beach and the doors come down, that, uh, uh young man automatically hit his knees and started praying and the chaplain Tony said if, if you're just now waiting to pray it's too late you know you should have been praying way before now and that's it we need to be praying before now it's not that I'm trying to be morbid uh, and concentrate on death I don't want to think about it I don't want to think about losing my dad because we are very very close and it's going to be uh, uh, it's only going to be God that's going to help me get through that heaven forbid anything happened to my dad and that's why I'm praying now so we need to pray not only for the things that 
uh, we are concerned about now, but maybe possibly the things we may have to deal with in the future. We need to be prayed up daily. Why? Because we need Jesus Christ. We need God to renew our strength daily. That's why we have this verse in Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You know, there's a, um, uh, I want to read this little two-paragraph uh, here. So this isn't about showing God how strong we are and asking him to give us a bit more. No, here we admit that we don't have the strength we need. We acknowledge that we need the strength only he can give and wait for him, which is more than just passing time. In Hebrew, this word carries with it a sense of hopeful expectation in the midst of hardship. We look to him as the one who works all things together for our good. As Christians, we look to Jesus who came to us and said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He carried the burden of our sin and judgment upon himself on the cross. He rose again and sent his spirit to empower us and strengthen us in all our weaknesses. And we now look to him and wait for him to work, ultimately looking to the day when Jesus returns to set all things right and make all things new. And uh, that was the author of that. Uh, was a, a Drew Hunter is his name. And... Um, so I felt like it was uh, appropriate to read uh, in relation to our our discussion this morning. But uh, we do need to look towards Christ every day. And we do need to anticipate Christ's return. And uh, it's going to happen. That's what I've been talking about. Talking about it. Uh, it's been on my mind strong. And uh, I was uh, discussing this men's prayer breakfast Saturday morning. I talked about it last night for our Sunday evening service. The Lord's going to return. But one way or the other, we're going to be standing before God in judgment. And uh, I want to make sure that I'm doing what God's will is for my life. I want to put away anything that can cause a hindrance in my uh, my relationship between me and God. And I want to put away anything that's going to cause a divide. And I hope that's my encouragement to you, is that you work on those things as well. And that when you get tired spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, that you're calling upon the name of the Lord each and every day. That you're trusting on Him to renew your strength. And when you try to make those decisions, you wait on the God and you be patient and you listen for a still small voice that he will lead you and guide you in that right direction. How do we know if something's God's will? Well, it's not concrete, but I always like what my dad told me many years ago. He said, does it stay on your mind? Do you have a peace about it? And is it biblical? If it hits those three things, good chance it's God's will. But if you're anxious, it's not biblical, whatever it may be. If there's one out of the three that's not hitting, it might be a good uh, uh, you know, direction that God's uh, not leading in that area. So let's wait on the Lord, let's let him renew our strength, and let him guide us daily. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this time together, and thank you for your good word. Help us, Lord, to be renewed by you daily. Strengthen us, encourage us, help us to endure the fights, the trials of our lives. Give us, give us your strength, give us your peace, and help us to continue on in the battle. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters who are watching this morning. Lord, I pray that you'll watch over and protect them. Guide them as they're going to work and school. Be with my daughter and all the other kids who are going to school this morning. Keep them safe and well. Let them have a blessed day. 
Lord, I pray you be with all those that I've seen on social media who are battling COVID, family members who have COVID. Uh, Lord, just pray that you be with them, bring healing upon them. I pray that you will be with Larry and Donna Knight. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Ginger Hood and Troy and Kim Penix and so many others, Lord. Lord, be with us this day and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And it's always an honor to get to get up and do these. I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.